Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Let's start off with that weather command forecast. For the rest of your Thursday, breezy, not as cool, and mostly cloudy. Slight chance of rain and snow this afternoon, highs 50 to 55. Southeast winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows 25 to 30. East winds 5 to 15. Friday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs around 50, north winds 5 to 15. Friday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain in the evening. Lows around 30, north winds 10 to 15. Saturday, breezy and mostly cloudy. Highs 45 to 50, north winds 10 to 15, increasing to 15 to 25 in the afternoon. Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows 25 to 30. Sunday, mostly cloudy, highs 50 to 55. Sunday night and Monday, partly cloudy, lows 25 to 30, highs 60 to 65. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35, highs 60 to 65. And Tuesday night and Wednesday, breezy and cooler, mostly cloudy, chance of rain 20%, lows around 35, highs around 55. The Great Northern Fair Board convened Tuesday evening for their regular monthly meeting and discussed a variety of issues. Board member Bob Call said bids are in for construction of new West West Rooms, and they will be moving forward with the project. Fair manager Frank English says they have just booked the Circus Fantastic Superhero Circus, which will be performing at the Bigger Better Barn May 17th at 4.30 and 7.30 p.m. Extension agent Colleen Pigar says that 4-H currently has 30 steers, 28 pigs, 8 lambs, and 3 goats that will be at their livestock sale at the fair in July, although that number is subject to change. The events committee says they are hoping to set up a long-range five-year plan in the months to come and are seeking public input. Anyone with ideas should email greatnorthernfair at gmail.com. Haver Police Chief Gabe Matisich led a town hall meeting at City Hall Monday to talk about the need to increase recruitment and retention of police officers and support staff in order to meet the needs of the community. Matisich began the meeting with comparative crime statistics, noting that police encounters with fentanyl and overdoses have seen significant increases as of late. One of the difficulties of retention and recruitment discussed at the meeting was salaries. Matisich said constraints in starting salaries makes it harder to get people to apply to the department. Other points of contention in maintaining staffing levels was officers leaving the High Line for bigger cities or moving out of state once their contract with the department expires. A parent of two students in the Haver School District, Shanitra Allen, believes her experience makes her a great fit as a trustee. Allen moved to Haver from Dallas, Texas in 2019 and has experience tutoring and teaching. She says she would like to be involved with the district as much as possible without actually being an employee. I have a great love for education and I love to see children succeed at any age and I have tutored I have sat on different PTA or school boards back in Dallas and I would just like to continue to do that here. Allen says she supports the district's recent decision not to move to a four-day school week next year adding that more research is needed. You can't say that these children who will be sitting at home on Fridays will be fed properly when they depend on that meal. And what about their safety? Kids look forward to school sometimes as a safe place for them. Election Day is Tuesday, May 3rd. To listen to the entire interview, check out the story at HighlineToday.com and stay tuned to new media broadcasters in the days ahead for more candidate profiles as we'll take a look at all seven candidates. One more note before we move off of local news. Congratulations to Orion Thieveridge of Haver High School. He has been accepted into the Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. 
Thieveridge is the captain of the football and wrestling team at Haver High, student body secretary, and a National Honor Society member at Haver High School. He also received the Presidential Education Award and is in the top 10 students of his graduating class. A nomination from a member of Congress is needed for a student to apply for the Naval Academy, and in Thieveridge's case, that was Senator John Tester, who said, quote, Orion is a top-notch leader in and out of the classroom who will continue to make Montana and the Highline proud at the Naval Academy and beyond, end quote. Turning to state news, the Montana Free Press reports that an effort to call a special session of the state legislature via lawmaker poll failed to gain majority support this week. According to the results compiled by the Montana Secretary of State's office, 44 legislators voted for the proposal, 60 voted against it, 45 lawmakers did not submit votes. The proposed session would have focused on whether to create a special legislative committee to investigate election security in Montana. Ten Republican legislators submitted the poll request to Secretary of State Christy Jacobson last month, raising concerns about election integrity during the 2020 election in Montana and nationally. Lawmakers had one month to return their votes in the poll. Of the 99 members in the state house polled, 36 were in favor of a special session, 38 were against. Of the 50 members of the Senate, 8 were for a special session, 22 were against it. All 44 yes votes were cast by Republicans. The Republican candidates in the running for the Montana Eastern Congressional District will debate live Thursday evening, that's tonight, 7 p.m., from Miles City Community College. The debate will last approximately 60 minutes, and it will air live on KPQX and KOJM. The moderator will be Montana broadcaster Jim Sargent. The candidates running as Democrats will debate next Thursday, April 28th, at MSU Northern in Haver, and this will also be aired on KPQX and KOJM. Both debates are open to the public. After confirming four calves were killed by a grizzly bear along the Rocky Mountain Front near Augusta, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Wildlife Services shot the bear after obtaining the necessary approval from U.S. Fish and Wildlife. The bear was initially reported by landowners. FWP and Wildlife Services technicians responded and confirmed the bear had killed and fed upon the cattle, having the approval from U.S. FWS to lethally remove the bear which was a three- to four-year-old male weighing 390 pounds. It was killed with a firearm. Traps were not set to avoid capturing other bears in the area and were not confirmed to have killed any livestock. The hide and head from the bear were salvaged for Shoto High School students who are using them to construct a replica for bear spray tanning lessons. A different grizzly bear was in and around Augusta over the weekend, and although this second bear has not been reported in any conflicts, residents are urged to continue to exercise caution. Grizzly bears are protected under the Endangered Species Act. This means final authority regarding management actions is up to USFWS. Bear activity is increasing on the Rocky Mountain front and across the state. Ranchers, farmers, homeowners, and outdoor recreationists should be prepared to encounter bears anywhere in western Montana as their population and range continues to expand. A Flathead Valley construction company owner who admitted to defrauding numerous customers was sentenced Tuesday to 70 months in prison and three-year supervised release and was ordered to pay over $540,000 restitution. Craig Mark Draper, 55, of Las Vegas, Nevada, pleaded guilty in December to wire fraud. The government alleged that Draper took money from customers for construction materials and failed to obtain the materials and complete the projects. The case involved 25 victims, including customers, vendors, 
and former employees, some of whom suffered significant financial hardships as a result of Draper's actions. The government alleged that Draper moved to the Flathead Valley in 2017 and formed a company called ADI Builders. Draper started bidding on a variety of jobs, including the construction of pole barns, shops, and residential remodels. In several instances, Draper provided invoices to customers for specific expenses associated with their projects. Draper admitted he sent an invoice to a customer for over $59,000, including an $8,000 charge for siding. The customer wired the money to Draper but never received siding from him and eventually paid the vendor directly for the siding included in the invoice. Draper used some of the wired money for personal expenses unrelated to the customer's project, including paying a company in Iowa for trophies for the winners of car races, paying an outfitter in Utah, making cash withdrawals, and paying $9,500 to the Salish and Kootenai tribes to lease their racetrack. Now, taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel will start off with Hill County winter wheat $10.90, spring wheat $11.04, Blaine County winter wheat $10.80, spring wheat $10.99, Liberty County winter wheat $10.95, spring wheat $11.04, Shoto County winter wheat $10.90, spring wheat $11.04, and Phillips County winter wheat $10.75, spring wheat $10.94. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Louis Lucky passed away April 17th. A celebration of life will be held 5 p.m. this Friday, April 22nd at the Oxford. On Wednesday, April 6th, Gary Couch, a longtime Haver resident, passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Care Center. Cremation has taken place and a celebration of life will be held April 23rd, 11 a.m. at Haver Assembly of God Church, 901 9th Street West, Haver, Montana, 59501. In lieu of flowers, please make donations to the Northern Montana Care Center. Mary Lou Blummer Golden, 91, passed away at her residence November 28th due to natural causes. Her memorial service will be held at 11 a.m. Saturday, April 23rd at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church. Memorial donations in Mary Lou's name may be made to St. Jude Catholic Church, PCCW, or to the donor's choice. Beverly Lorraine Grass, 92, passed away due to natural causes at Peace Hospice in Great Falls, Thursday, September 23rd. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of life will be 11 a.m. Saturday, May 7th at Benton Funeral Home. Burial to follow in the Riverside Cemetery. In memory of Bev, please wear bright, beautiful colors. Memorials in her name can be made to Fort Benton Women's Club, Benefice Peace Hospice in Great Falls, Faith Bible Church in Fort Benton, or an organization of one's choice. That is going to do it for this Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Thursday, and stay safe out on those roads.